written by Oedipus. <laughs> so, speaking of gouging people's eyes out. We did not do that last time. We didn't. We really, really wanted to as an entire group. Not, not because it wasn't your choice. Just I didn't give you any opportunities. Oh, there's always an op- opportunity. Hey, we, we, dis- we displayed restraint. Yes. We were on What's, neutral ground. What's wrong with y'all? Tadoki nearly that pulled guy. out his uh, bow and started that, shooting a fucking elf. That but is twice now that we have shown restraint. Twice. We're, uh, we're going to now. totally murder the next batch of bad guys. It, I, I it has been zero, zero, one sessions since <laughs> we have had a workplace I want, accident. I want to point out that Suna's mother told you they were difficult to deal with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of difficult to deal with, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party <laughs> podcast. Are you saying something, Gary? No, I've never written an adventure for you guys to take a look at it and then just march 180 degrees in the other direction. Ha! I'm sorry that two of your characters were were made of nope there. Actually, Galdrin, I won't get into it. <laughs> so speaking of nope, what happened last time? Nope. No. <laughs> oh, session's over, guys. We didn't kill... The elf. Yeah, we got to the druid moots thanks to the pixies. Uh, we got some cool stuff. Uh, Whisper can split into a bunch of selves. A little mini whispers. Uh, Geo can uh, has like a, a, a metal feather cloak? cloak that can blade feathers. Yeah, do stuff to people. Yeah. Uh, Here comes Tadoki, the general. Tadoki is is now going to be really pretentious. He's going to be even more elf like. He also did not learn when how to shut up. Yeah. Um, if y'all fucking told him any of this ahead of time, maybe, maybe he wouldn't be talking in front of the... Would have shouted. We approached the quote-unquote true elves with information and the arcane formula for the alchemic gem thing that Shinara made. And they're on the condition that Suna raises at the moots that the elves be prioritized for having their part of the forest restored first. Uh, they will help us. We just need to provide a living vessel, which we are considering just stealing a <laughs> stealing an elf Can from the Sun Chaser Sovereignty Camp, bringing that elf to the Willow Spirit, which is the Fear Eater, uh, letting that elf get scared to death and... Before the elf dies, uh, quickly covering his eyes and, and shoving that spirit of the emperor's son, uh, Sugihara, into the... His body. This Us. body. Yeah. Our plans have asked. Fortunately, our complicated plans have never gone wrong. Never. <laughs> Whisper's got a good, good rapport with the fear eater and might be able to uh, grease the wheels a little bit with some mushroom grease. Well, something's getting greased. That's for sure. Uh Asexual reproduction. Get your mind out of the gutter. Our plan is half-assed, but it actually might work. No, it's like three-quarters assed. Uh, yeah, is might is a little strong. Let's let's see what happens. Moots, there's food. Yeah, there's food. Now we're eating food. Uh, oh, yeah. Any cookies? All kinds of delicacies are brought out. Nothing uh, that Whisper eats. Yes. There, sure there are some... Uh, we'll say the the fawn have brought these like super delicate, very thin, melt in your mouth cookies, um, amongst other things. Um, at one point, the uh, the frog folk 
bring out a beetle the size of Whisper that has been roasted. Uh, and they, you know, pull the wings off and bust it open. And it smells pretty good. The cracking is the thing that I have a hard time. <laughs> the crunch as they pull that wing off. Yeah, there's no, no meat there, but, you know, they just, like, bust open this gigantic beetle that's cooked on the inside. It's like whenever you crack a crab leg and it just crunches. I mean, I would suggest not becoming a spider right now because they may cook it. <laughs> so what do they do with the other three beetles? Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, so? Let's see. What else is there? Uh, the the uh, Lamia bring out this um, gigantic roasted something, uh, at which point your your mom stops you and says, um, maybe don't eat that one. Is it people? Uh, no, it's just cooked with venom. Mm. So ah. it might, it, it's either going to be very spicy or the spiciest. Depends on how you look at life. Uh, your mom did make all kinds of like granolas and roasted vegetables. Hey, mom. Hey, yes. Have you ever touched a flower and it died? Is this a euphemism? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean like really. Oh, you mean like literally? Yes. Uh, No, I've always been fairly good at gardening. Your father, on the other hand, he just kills whatever he tries to grow. By touching it? Or like over time because he didn't do something? Yeah, probably that one. Oh. But you mean you touched a living flower and it died? Oh, no, not me. I was just curious if... A friend. Is, is this like the time that your friend ate all of the granola and it turned out to be you? No. Terrible trip for three days. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Because I remember the story you told about how your friend did it and how your friend broke that vase and how, how your friend... I am not saying a friend at all. Uh, point of order, you just said you had a friend. Like the word friend passed your mouth. Hey, look, chicken legs. Anyways, have you ever heard of anybody touching the flower and dying? Off. And it dying? Um, I've seen... Um, druids who embody the harvest, uh, but I don't think we have any in the forest. They're kind of unintentionally disastrous. Um, Interesting. I've fought necromancers before. They sort of do that kind of thing. Yeah, but they raise the dead. Well, you have to kill things before you can raise it, so... Hmm. But... That was a long time ago in the Astral Sea. Interesting. Thought you were in the Astral Sea? Maybe. What have you heard? (laughs) When did you hear this? What timeline is this? So, I've been in the Astral Sea. In the, what, week that you were away, you went to the Astral Sea? Oh, okay. Maybe different time. So, 
Oh, look. Chicken leg. <laughs> I mean, that's Griffin, but okay. And I'm going to drop it right away like, ew. Well, that's pick disrespectful. Something. Your mom picks it up and starts eating nibbling on it. Mm. Blow, blows the dirt off. <laughs> Five second roll. Mm. So I'm going to pick up one of the cookies that's supposed to melt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put it in your tongue and before you can bite down, it just kind of melts away. Not the same. It's like the uh, video of the raccoon with the cotton candy. <laughs> Uh, it, it's like an almond-flavored cookie, so it tastes really yeah, good. Yeah, so it tastes good, but it's still not this Yeah, there's no crunch to yeah. it. There's nothing there. Nothing, pure sugar. Nothing to crunch on. Maybe you need to get one of those and then one of the other kind of cookies and just sandwich them. Mm. So, so you have crunch and sweetness. After about an hour, uh, Yoshiyuki comes out and says, The first feast is over. Now the games start. Oh, God. kind of games? They're, uh, your mother says they're not. For, you're too old to participate, remember? At which point, oh. a bunch of children come out, and the adults start making up competitions for them. Oh, thank God. Whisper's participating, because Whisper is technically a child. <laughs> I mean, if you... So these children are probably older than Whisper. Uh, no, these are legitimate children, and they'll uh, they'll let uh, Tiny Whisper, Tiny Whisper will go compete. Yeah, so there's there's uh, races and um, all kinds of of uh, like dexterity and strength tests. At one point, uh, you know, Whisper goes to pick up a giant rock, and and someone yells out "Caber throw!" And so you know, all the kids start throwing gigantic rocks for distance. Uh, this goes on for probably another hour or so. Can I roll to see if I just throw the rock like outside of the building? Yeah, go ahead. That's uh, 14 on the die. So 18. Yeah. So Whisper just picks up the biggest rock and just... 22. Whip. Throws it way farther than everybody else. Um, Steroids! Performance enhancing mushrooms! <laughs> uh, at which point Yoshiyuki... Holds up his hand and says, the, the first round of games have, uh, have commenced and are finished. Good. On to business. Now we will introduce the issues. And he points to um, the crowd and says, who wishes to bring up the first issue? And just immediately... Um, We'll say it's Sarepreep, the frog person, stands up and says, The forest is being destroyed! Oh, shit. Yeah, pretty much an issue. Much, yeah. And your father says, Yes, that is an excellent <laughs> issue. Are we for it or against it? <laughs> uh, are there any additional issues? Uh, at which point, we'll say the uh, one of the Lamias, you know, stands up. <laughs> straightens up. Straightens up uh, and says... Uh, our magic items are being stolen. And he says, ah, yes, yes, excellent point, excellent point. Um, hmm, who else? And the elves are intruding with wrought iron. And he nods, excellent, excellent, and he pulls out a, a, uh, a, a uh, piece of, of parchment and starts writing these down. 
Mm-hmm. Anything else? Anything else? And one of one of the fawns stands up and says, uh, "Our drinking waters are being contaminated." Says, mm, yes, yes, drinking waters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Uh, at which point uh, we'll say the uh, the Wendigo stands up <laughs> and, and just goes, "Can't eat ghosts." And your father's. <laughs> Yes, I suppose that would be an issue. And he <laughs> jots it down. Anybody else? Anybody else? I'm, I'm going to stand up. Uh, yes. Um, we, we may have a solution, but we need help. No, we're not discussing solutions at the moment. We're introducing all of the issues. Oh, we have an issue. The elves should be rebuilt first. Yes. We want to bring up the issue that the true elves area should be rebuilt first. The elves should be rebuilt first. (laughs) Uh, Pointedly not saying true. Your father says, yes, that's actually a good point. We should discuss uh, not only solutions to our current predicaments, but also the restoration of the forest. And he dots something down. Any, anybody else? Anybody else? Nobody. Nobody. There was anything else, right? Whisper little thought spork uh, comes up and says, I'm just having such a great time. <laughs> ah, Yes. Uh, <laughs> Nobody, uh, everyone's all business, but someone should know that I am enjoying myself and I appreciate it. <laughs> to help the Wendigo, spirits are roaming the land and terrorizing the countryside. Uh, you know, uh, Suka's father. Suka. Suka. <laughs> Yoshiyuki. Uh, Yoshiyuki. Yoshiyuki uh, points at you and says, All right, that's enough out of you. <laughs> One more and you'll be ejected. But <laughs> Geo's hand just clamps over his mouth. Right. Well, uh, we have our issues here. Added like six days to the thing. Uh, let us discuss the first issue. And he says, I believe the issue is the forest is being destroyed. <laughs> At which point there's just this clamor of people talking. Uh, and it goes on for a very long time as they discuss all the ins and outs of not only the the sovereignty invasion, but uh, this new phenomenon that's happening. Uh, So we'll have a a super cool montage of the party in various states of boredom uh, as people discuss this stuff for hours and hours. Not not only boredom, but Suna is starting to get very frustrated and mad that we are not doing anything. Mushrooms are very soft and make great pillows. (laughs) Uh, you've got your own little whisper, whisper pillow. Geo is dozing, but still listening for anything that might help with the uh, vessel procurement. You could nearly uh, call it my pillow. At, at oh. this point, uh, at this point, uh, soon as father holds up his hand and says, uh, discussion of the issue has ceased, and he kind of points to the sky, and like the moon is directly overhead. He says, "Now the second feast will commence." 
What? What? And more food is brought out. Yes. Oh my gosh, people. Can we not move on and start handling these issues? Nope. This is tradition. I don't care. It's very important. More and more of the forest gets destroyed. And at the, the end of the meal, uh, Yoshiki holds up his hand again and says, Second feast has commenced and is finished. Second games. You may now return to bed and we will discuss issues tomorrow. So what, it was dinner, discussion, then a midnight snack? Yes. What about <laughs> second dinner? <laughs> uh, at which point everyone kind of just retires to their own areas. Oh my gosh. As Suna recalls, this was her biggest frustration with yes. the moots previously. Yes. Nothing moved quickly. So Whisper, now is your chance to find out where a camp may be. If you can't tonight, if people are asleep, then maybe in the morning. Whisper nods, and and four whispers will go off and uh, and just start discussing. So I'm going to try to work with Tadoki and come up with a plan of you know once we figure out where a camp is, how do we take just one quietly? It's easy. You kill all the rest. <laughs> okay. We might not have time to kill everybody. I mean, I'm all for a good bloodbath, but uh, in and out is probably what we need here. Yes. To whisper. Three second pump rule. <laughs> Enough about uh, about pumping. <laughs> uh. The true elves, I think he meant to most, say. Most people are not talking to you as they're going to bed, because this is just the first day in a very long series of days where these issues are discussed. Uh, however, your friend, the Fear Eater, uh, gladly tells you that there is an encampment uh, some miles north of you, um, bordering the, the northern part Um and he knows this because the elves there are terrified. They are completely cut off. They have no hope for reinforcements. They have no idea what's going on. They can't move through the dead zones. Perfect. Uh, if they go to the west, they are uh, shot down by Blood Bayou pirates. And if they go... Oh, yeah, Blood Bayou pirates. <laughs> if they go to the north, the, um, the bear elves are... Uh, their their pirate ships are well, privateer ships are uh, like not letting any sovereignty troops out of the forest. So, um, so they are completely cut off, and their fear is delicious. <laughs> uh, he's been he's been holding on to them because it's it's kind of like the the aroma of food in the air. He can just smell them, and it's only increasing his hunger. Whisper will ask if. If they are brought back, um, if they are brought to the willow, mm -hmm. will he keep be able to keep one alive while still taking its soul? Uh, it tells you to get in its its mouth. I get in its mouth. Okay. Um, so what are what are the three of you doing? Working out a plan. Mm -hmm. And then Such after that, sleeping. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there is a whisper, by the way, that is being used as a pillow. Still. Uh -huh. Giovanna? 
helping them with a plan and doing the soldier doze. Mm-hmm. Like le- leaning up against something, looking like you're paying attention, and then yeah, and sleeping unless something you know important or the tone changes. Yeah, every time one of the frog people just lets out a loud croak, you're like, nope, on a, on alert, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> or yeah. you know, if those two start arguing louder. So whisper. I'd hate to hear the frog people snoring, especially in this crowded encampment. <laughs> it's more like, <laughs> and you know, all of them have the like throat pouches that that come out. So whisper, you you get into the fear eater's trunk, and there's a a brief uh, disorientation as you pass through the forest shadow. Uh, oh, this is new. I haven't been here in a long time. When when it's Franz part, you can see uh, it is the middle of the night. There is a small encampment of maybe 50 elves. Um, there are several on patrol, and you are, like, you thought at first you were on the outskirts of this camp, like outside of it, but when you poke your head out, uh, there is a tent to your left, a tent to your right, and two in front of you. And there's a fire going over there. Um, at which point, one of the elves kind of looks up and goes, Was that tree always here? <laughs> and the other one goes, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. And they, they go back to doing what they were doing. Whisper's going to kind of stalk the camp and see if one of these elves might be like more of a more deserving of the fate of having their soul sucked out than the others. Yeah. Uh, your, uh, your tree friend, uh, you might call him a happy tree friend. <laughs> this is about that violent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tells you that you should blind and deafen the one that you are wanting to keep alive. Because he is hungry. Uh, Whisper will uh, just uh, find the... Probably find... uh, Is there like a mage or anything in the camp? Um, No, we'll say their ranking officer is probably like a corporal. Okay. Like not even a commissioned officer. Uh, Whisper is going to... Uh, try to find that uh, ranking officer because he knows what ranking officers look like because of Todoki. Yeah, we'll say at, at a certain point he comes over and like actually passes under the fronds of the tree and is like, man, I didn't know this tree was here. Yeah, well, at least I don't have to walk all the way out there to relieve myself. And then all of a sudden, uh, Whisper Vines just like over his eyes, in his mouth, over his ears. Uh, as, as, this corporal goes filling, to... Filling his ears. Uh, goes to unbutton his pants. These vines just lash out and grab him and pull him in. And what follows, uh, Whisper just hears this unholy cacophony of screams. And that's what wakens the rest of you as there is a loud... And the sudden rustling of, of uh, leaves followed by this short burst of screams... What was that? And stepping out of a tree is Whisper, carrying an elf. Geo will pop 
her head out of wherever we're staying. Like, what have you done, big guy? What do you got there? Give spore, it. Spore. Give it. Uh, spore says, don't know what you need this elf for, but uh, but found an elf. Uh, was he going to pee, or, or do we have a different situation? He's probably peed already, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yes. Oh, he probably got some fear out of him, too. <laughs> some tasty, tasty fear. Uh, that You guys can now see the, the willow. Uh, all of its fronds are red, and it appears to be covered in blood. Does, uh, is the body uh, alive? Yes. He is, like... Does not know what's going on because Whisper is like completely covered eyes and ears, and he still has his soul. I mm, that tree, <laughs> that tree is made of nope. Yes, N- no offense, tree, but yeah. So we don't have to kidnap anybody now. Ah. We we have kidnapped somebody, yes. I don't know. Technically, we could say we saved his life at the moment. From what? Don't ever let her represent me legally. <laughs> I mean, technically. Uh. What are you saying we're saving from? The tree? The camp? Whisper sends a, a thought sport to Geo that is not very fun. Uh. Okay, I did not need to know that. Maybe you go get your elf friend and see if the ritual it can be ready. He what, might. What time of night is it? Yeah. It is like four in the morning. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be very so happy about So we don't that. care. He's never very happy. Uh, we're going to say there's a lot of people awake now. Yes. Like walking around the camp anyway. Uh, there, There is a light on. Maybe we should like stuff the elf somewhere. Whisper. I like uh, this game. Whisper just like completely wraps him in vines and just looks like a fat mushroom person now. <laughs> Can okay. he breathe in there? Little little nose and nose hole. <laughs> okay, as long just as a, he just can a breathe. snorkel pops up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just make sure you keep him alive. For now. Pet. For, Pet. for now. Pet. Um, Why is this mushroom leaking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd be leaking. I think. Whisper to be absorbing all that. Uh, true, true. So, Good fertilizer. Uh, what I was going to say is there is a light on in. Uh, What's his face? The tower in the, in the crystal tower. Avaris's crystal tower. Okay. He, he does appear to be like leaning out the window, watching this whole situation. Is he gonna see me walk up? Yes. I'm gonna wave at him. He even from this distance, you can just see him slowly raise an eyebrow. <laughs> but Elf got a pretty, pretty yeah, he's long got a, eyebrows. He's got a massive eyebrow. As as I get closer, I'm going to say, "How close are you to being done?" No time soon. Why? What does that mean? It means this is an incredibly rude, detailed oh. project. Um, imagine, if you will trying to travel down a road that is full of potholes and having to stop and fill every one of those potholes Ah, along the way. Well, we have a vessel. So soon? I thought you required time. I thought we did too. We we came up with a faster plan. Mm, I see, I see. We're efficient like that sometimes. Hmm. 
sometimes. Well, a stopped clock and all of that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the sooner the better. Just, just throwing it out there. Well, bring us your vessel. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh yeah, the whisper's gonna that. be dropping a hot vessel in their, in their tower. Before you do that, we would like to be able to remove the soul of the vessel before you put the new one in. We don't want them both in the same vessel. That's a terribly inefficient use of our resources. Well, no, we don't want you to do it. We can do it. I see. So we're. I'm just letting you know. Can you let us know before you... And how can you do it? We have friends. No. Bronze. I am asking you the specifics, because it may change our methodology. Oh, the fear eater. Yeah. Ah. You hear the elves' asshole pucker. Oh, elves can't hear anything. (laughs) I see. You would have us work with that. I mean, not really you. We were going to do it and then bring them up to you. No. No. We were going to have them there. We're going to have our frond eat. And then he completes the ritual. Okay, then yes. You don't really have to work with him. We will do it and then... Then yes. You are going to need to give us your vessel in as timely a manner as possible so that we can make preparations. Whisper walks up to the tower and just goes... (laughs) And just poops out this this whole elf uh, who's still bound and gagged. I see. Well, I will send out an assistant. And he pulls out that little flute and blows on it. And a door opens down the way and a really groggy looking elf kind of like rubs his eyes and looks around. And uh, Ivaris just snaps his fingers and points at the bound elf. And, you know, this guy comes hustling over, picks him up, throws him over his shoulder. Whisper gives the elf a pat on the head. Uh, Sorry for the late night call. Really, we are... Oh, early morning. I was awakened by the horrendous blood-curdling screams. I'm talking to the elf who came to grab our kidnappy, not Sir Asshole up there. Ah. Yes. No, you've mispronounced Ivaris. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I understand your people probably have a difficulty with a superior tongue. No, I just like giving people good nicknames. I see. The blood-curdling screams was not from us. No, that was not our fault at all. Yes, I'm sure it had nothing to do with the soul-eating spirit over there who appears satiated. It's probably waving at you. Mm. Regardless, uh, he points to the the, uh, elf and says, Take him to the gemstone. We'll need to ensure compatibility and so on and so forth. And that elf nods and just hustles off with this guy. Avara says, well, if that is all, I must make preparations for our contribution to breakfast. Is there anything that you need us to do to help with this gem soul thingy? Just ensure that I am not disturbed. In other words, I think he's saying fuck off. Yeah. 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 Okay. We don't call him. He calls us. Okay. 
Well, goodbye. Well, the whisper that is still with the willow uh, thanks it, thanks the willow, and is swapping, uh, like asking which creature's fear tastes the yummiest. Um, he has a particular, he doesn't like fey creatures because their fear isn't always of the tangible. Um, like their fear tends to be very complicated and that's fine in a pinch. Um, so far his favorites were probably, um, tieflings that he's caught in the forest. Um, just because they are like their soul condition is so close to divine that uh, it it almost kills him to eat them, and that's kind of a kind of a thrilling experience. Meanwhile, Whisper's just like, "What the hell is a tiefling?" <laughs> I mean, he shows you. Uh, it's <sighs> galaxy brain Whisper. Yeah, it's just these horrible um, antlered uh, shark tooth monsters. And somewhere on the Centaur Plains, Thea twitches and, like, never go to the Enchanted Forest. Um, second to that are probably um, probably giants. Uh, just because their fear is so big. That makes sense. So you guys pass the night, what's left of it. The second day rolls around. Um, the entire day is spent preparing uh, for the night's moot. Um, at which point so the slow. the the sun reaches the zenith. Uh, Go help your mother cook. If you're that mistress, no. no. Okay. It's then be bored. Sun descends, <laughs> and basically the same process happens again there's food introductions even of people that were already there um some of the communities have swapped out representatives um there's games there's food there's discussions the night ends with a with another feast third day um third day is a little different as uh, there's no introductions because nobody swapped out members. Uh, but same discussion. As it gets darker and darker, all of you uh, can see the sky. That point in the sky is much bigger now. Um, it is very, very bright. Even in the dead of night, it looks like a star coming closer and closer. Um, the third night passes. The moot is still discussing uh, the specifics of the destruction of the forest. Fourth night, fifth night, sixth night. Oh my gosh. This goes on and on. And after a week, you're still discussing the first issue, uh, the specifics of it. I had a fucking month at least. <laughs> and and I uh, have checked with the true elf mm-hmm. on his progress. Are you, are you done yet? Yes. Uh, he every time you have checked in with him, he has given you uh, varying degrees of it will be done when it is done. Yes, go the fuck away. Yes. 
<laughs> Didn't realize we were working with a Duke Nukem Forever development team here. <laughs> we can expect You'll it to come have out. your soul. <laughs> when it's, when, you get when it. it's done. No, we can expect it to be half-assed then. So... Not uh, Half-Life 3. They keep restarting because they find a new, newer, nicer gem. So, on the, on the uh, eighth day. <laughs> the meteor lands, we all die in a fiery explosion. Yeah, I was going to say, Huzzah! and how much of the forest is left? On the eighth day, um, you all wake up. Um, it's still nighttime. Um, there are, there are people awake who are, uh, preparing, uh, food for the, the next feast. Um, but that point in the sky is so bright that it's almost like daylight. Um, as the sun starts to, uh, starts to rise, there's these, uh, large, crackles of electricity and the wind starts to pick up and then rain starts to fall. And if you've ever been in a sudden low pressure zone, uh, you know, the exact feeling I'm talking about, but your, your body just kind of like feels this reverberation and then all of your ears pop. Uh, and you just hear, and that, uh, that point in the sky just breaks open and out of it, you are kind of confused because it looks like the face of an elf. Um, and then it gets bigger and bigger and you realize you're staring at the prow of a stone ship, um, that just keeps coming and coming and coming. And it is a massive ship, um, probably well over, a thousand feet in length. Um, it has the traditional masts of a, like a sailing ship, but there are no, there's no rigging. Um, there's no, uh, sails or anything like that. The entire ship is made out of a white sort of marbly stone and it just braces itself, uh, after coming through, turns so that you can see the, the side of it. And uh, this face appears hundreds of feet tall. Um, we'll say that Tadoki and Suna recognize um, Utano. And the face kind of like looks over your moot and says, uh, I am Utano of House Kayakala. This magnificent creation is the Sky Warden. She is the first among many, and today I give her the honor and the command she has been waiting for her entire life. Her voice will cause you to quake, her shouts will have you crumble, and her breath will incinerate your very existence from the sovereignty. Make your peace while you can. Operation Freefall commences. And the face disappears just slots start opening up on the side of the ships and cannons start getting pushed towards them. Um, you're under the ship so you can see it. There are very similar berths on the bottom that open up and fire just starts shooting out. Um, you guys 
we get to have a skill challenge. Oh, fuck. Well, at least we've never done this. Do we get to split the party four different ways if we uh, fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> the question is, are you going to fuck up? Get all yes. your shit rules out now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing real quick. So remember, you, those of us that have uh, non-Suna characters, we do add our level to our skills. We don't have decks or, or things like that. So just a straight roll plus four. Yeah, so we don't get to add as much as Suna does. Great. So go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, Damn it. well, it doesn't matter for initiative because That's just the order else. we go in. Twenty-one. Nineteen. Okay. So hold on. Huh. We've got uh, Whisper was twenty-one. Tadoki and Suna. 18. Mm-hmm. 10. Oof. I mean, it's just a skill challenge. It's just an initiative. This isn't your story. <laughs> it's just initiative. Initiative, it's fine. No initiative is not a big deal, especially in a skill challenge. So, uh, the, the goal of said challenge is to stop the Sky Warden from destroying the moots. And not die. <laughs> ideally. I mean, I can't tell you how to live your life, but. So, uh, Whisper. As all these cannons start opening up, um, you start seeing troops jumping off the sides of the ship. Going to. Uh, are there any terrain features nearby where they're jumping off? Um, trees or anything like that or yeah outside the ruins there's trees so uh, are those trees any close to the soldiers as they're jumping off oh yeah like they're kind of just jumping all over the place you know try to find the biggest branch i can and just like vine it and just swat them out of the air as they land okay or just like swing on the on the uh trees and just uh clothesline a whole bunch of them at once with extendo arms Sure. Let's do that. That's a 19 on the die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is a uh, plus 8. So 27. 27. All right. So uh, Whisper puts some, uh, puts some tentacles to a tree, like jumps down and bends it back as far as he can, like a slingshot. Yes. And then just lets it go and it flings him just straight into the air and he's got a line between him and said tree, which cuts a bunch of these troops in half. Uh, as he's flinging towards the, the ship, we'll say several of those batteries look like they're going to turn on him. Uh, Giovanna. Okay. Is there anything obvious from where we are on the ship that is showing how it stays in the air? Um, no, like you've never seen a ship of this design. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to bamf out the wings and, uh, fly, try to fly over and around it to scout it out. Okay. And if I can draw some fire from the cannons, great. Sure. Seventeen on the die plus four. 
21. 21. Nice. So Giovanna takes off, and there are actually a bunch of deck guns um, that soldiers are manning that look like they were about to start firing on the moots. Uh, but once you take off, they, you know, start swiveling to track you, and you do catch a lot of flack uh, as they they fire at you. From what you can see, um, there appears to be some kind of magical device at the rear of the ship, mm-hmm. um, where the rudder would be, mm-hmm. um, and then that looks like there are a couple more. Scattered on the outside. There's certainly some more on the inside, mm-hmm. um, but those are the obvious weak points. Okay, okay. Uh, Tadoki. I'm going to, uh, one, rally the the moots and generals and attack the elves, but specifically I'm searching out the Wendigo and say, eat those elves! Oh, or wow. you can eat elves! This, Just not me! This seems like a, a good command role. Um, all right. Can I use my scout captain? Yeah. All right. So that... 23. 23. Yeah. Elves are tasty, just not me. Just <laughs> not me. Not the guys we need. So you, you go up to the Wendigo and start explaining your plan to them, and they start hopping up and down because they're so excited, and then one grabs you by one arm, the other one grabs you by the other arm, and they just take off towards the troops that are landing. Fuck me! (laughs) You thought you were going to be in the back? (laughs) I succeeded too well! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and we'll say just like at a certain point, any of you can look down, and Tadoki is standing on one of these things' shoulders as it just just shoulder checks a, a landing soldier, and Tadoki is... Is firing his bow, sniping oh, them all. Yeah, now, now you get to do something cool. Suna, um, your your father was nearby you, and he points at the ship, and uh, you know points to you and your mother and says, "Take care of that, and I'll get the children out of here." Hmm. Good idea. Good idea. Um, and then there's just a puff of dust as he takes off really, really fast. Both arms behind him. <laughs> Does he jump up? Me? Yeah, we'll say like there's a point where you look up and your father has his sword drawn and he just charges and like jumps on a soldier, jumps up another one and then just stare jumps his way up and lands right in the middle of some soldiers who are about to open fire on the children. So you said that I recognized the face that was on the ship or whatever? Yes. So, so who's one one timeline ago? She was sent into the enchanted forest to kill you, and you killed her. Uh-huh. In this timeline, uh, she brought a whole bunch of troops to the caldera after you, and she was ah. the commander of those soldiers. Okay. Um, so I would like to try to. Turn into a raven to fly up onto, like, like onto the ship. But I'm going to look around on the ship before I land, for kind of a emptier side. You know, like if they're all facing this way, I want to kind of land there. You're gonna have to give me more specific. Uh, a goal other than I want to get there. 
Um, you're basically know. trying to call, like you're trying to hunt her down. Correct. Right? I'm looking to see if she is on the ship or if all I see is soldiers. Mm-hmm. So are you trying to engage her like one-on-one or like, no? Um, are you trying to? Hey, you, you won that last one. I mean, I did, but. She didn't. <laughs> or going in my head, I did. Um, Just for the record, when Suna encountered her in a previous lifetime, the only way she was able to beat Utano of House Kayakawa was to trick her away from all of her men and trick her into giving up all of her arms and armaments and put her in a confined space. She is a masterful duelist. Yes. Um... Okay, better yet then. I want to fly around near the cannons. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way that I can um, maybe find out how big they are or whatever to then fly down and get rocks to put in them or something to block them? Like fill them? You want to disable the cannons. Disable oh, the yeah, cannons. just disable the cannons. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a, a good, uh, we'll say dexterity check. To not get shot down and also swoop up rocks to fill cannons. Would I be able to add my enchanted forest guardian? Because that means I would know where some good rocks are. You are, you are directly guarding the forest. And so guarding. I would say it is <laughs> this is This is the time to use that background. Well, that's good because I'm going to need it. So that is 19. 19. So, uh, while Giovanna is on one side of the ship drawing fire, um, there's a a brief pause while the cannoneers on the other side, uh, basically, they're not directly firing anymore, so they go over to that side to help. And Suna is able to uh, just grab big rocks, and uh, we'll say with the help of... uh, Let's see. The brownies. Yeah, the brownies. Makes sense. Uh, you know, at a certain point, Suna is just like flying along the ground and two brownies appear on her shoulders. And when you uh, communicate your plan to them, they start just picking up rocks with their minds. And uh, as you pass by the cannons, uh, doing some super cool barrel rolls. Uh, oh, barrel roll. <laughs> Yeah, Suna blocks all the cannons on, on one side of the ship. Happy no! Uh, Whisper, you are, you are midair when one of the, the uh, flame jets uh, shuts off and retracts into the bottom of the ship. And then a large crystal pulls itself down and it charges up and then lightning just starts arcing off of it and hitting everything that's not a sovereignty troop. What's holding that crystal up? That is a good question. Hmm. Aliens. <laughs> but is, is it floating? No, it is attached to the ship. It is attached to the ship. But okay. you can't see by what means it is attached okay. to the ship. Hmm. I would like to... Uh, I would like to break that crystal off. Sounds like a, a good idea. Give me a, we'll say a toughness type check to resist having oh, yeah. the hell shocked out of you. 
Eight, oh, 18. 18 plus. Would you say survivalist goes for that? Yeah. Got 26. 26. And it, doesn't, it doesn't need to because it's a 26. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Whisper adjusts his trajectory in midair by spiking out tentacles, grabbing onto to Ooh, troops. Wait, can I, can Whisper split into like four different Whispers and then reconvene like into one of them to get the right angle. Yeah. Ah, yes. So Whisper uh, builds momentum, uh, splits himself as necessary to adjust his trajectory, and crashes. He gets shocked multiple times, but he just crashes right into that crystal, which starts to uh, malfunction and no longer spit out electrical arcs. When uh, it does that, you hear some elvish... Elvin being shouted above you, and the crystal is retracted into the ship. With Whisper. With Whisper just <laughs> latched onto the side. And you see uh, troops with you know heavy armor and gauntlets. They're like moving this crystal out of the way and are bringing another, some sort of heavy armament into place. Uh, Whisper is now in the belly of the beast. <laughs> yes. Hey, Willow, you want some fear? <laughs> uh, Giovanna. Okay, since I spotted some nice crystal mechanical thingies, uh, I'm going to swoop by the one in the back and try to strike as I go by. Okay. Uh, that's a 10. Ooh, 10 total? Yeah. Okay. I rolled a 6. Ruh row. So Giovanna tries to, uh, you know, swoop in from below and slash at one of these devices. And when she does, it just hits her with a massive jolt of lightning, which throws her, you know, 50 feet up in the air over the side of the ship onto the deck where she just bounces. Um, And when she opens her eyes, uh, standing around her are about 50 troops armed with various weapons. Quick question. Can Todoki's command things be used in a skill challenge? It's it says fight. Fight. Um, okay. So I don't know. No. Not. I, I, I didn't think so. Like I'm using my command things, but I'm flavoring a, like I'm tying them into my skills. Yeah, like correct. I, okay. I'm not doing these cool badass things. I'm I'm trying to play it like I'm commanding others to do. Todoki, you are on the back of a Wendigo. Um, I'm actually going to call out, Druids, to me! Together! Vines! So I'm going to try and have, uh, get as many Druids as I can to shoot up vines to the side of the ship and try and start pulling it down. Okay. That's not going to happen. Uh, that'd be a six. Oof. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I rolled a two. Ooh. God. Dice are not being nice to you guys today. I rolled a... Well, the first one was was pretty solid. I got a 19 and an 18 on this so far. So, uh, what uh, what weapons do you have? A great sword and my screaming bow. Okay. So, um, we'll say as you do this, the, the Wendigo misunderstands your command, <laughs> uh, grabs you by both feet, does a, a triple spin, and just hucks you... Towards the ship, <laughs> whereupon a couple of druids who heard you start uh, calling up these massive vines, one of which 
catches you right under your great short sword sheath on your back and then just shoots straight up to the ship. <laughs> um, it You hit it and bounce off and are grabbed onto a cannon uh, and your great sword goes flying yeah, right. over the side. The cannon, like as you're holding onto it, you can look, there's a very surprised cannoneer who is about to light the fuse. No, no, don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Suna. Your, your brownie companions uh, lift those rocks and uh, start tossing them around, at which point one of them goes, my shot's better than your shot. And the other one goes, no, my shot's better than your shot. And they start tussling on your back. Um, they kind of like go overboard and one grabs the, the tip of your wing and you just start manically spinning because that's a good trick. Uh, you you are going to crash headfirst into the ship if you don't do something. By the way, you see Giovanna on one side of the deck, Todoki on the other side, holding onto a cannon, and you hear all kinds of screaming from below decks. So instead of crashing onto the... or into the ship... Um, Will I be able to land on the ship with these guys, or can I not control it at all? Um, mix controlling this with some kind of goal. Okay. Um, so my goal is to try to control it and go in through one of the cannon windows to the cannon, cannon where he is holding okay. on um, to make sure that guy doesn't light his cannon. Um, and I, w I want to be in the cannon room okay. with all the others. Is that enough of a goal? Yeah, that sounds like a... Hmm. Can't use dexterity. Sounds like a good wisdom check for perception. You're going to have to time this just right. Wisdom's good. I say I could use my chef background because I had to time the cooking correctly. <laughs> no. Damn. You can, you can use, uh, I was interested to hear how that was going to... I, I was I too. good with timing. You can, you can use Forest Guardian. Okay. Remember, it's, it's the, the, it's the, the attribute that, that changes. Yeah. Okay. So that is a... 25. Oh, hell yeah. Ball is rolling up, as Lou <laughs> yep. Wilson would say. So, um, you... I'm a fly over your head, man. <laughs> you basically start going into, from a barrel roll into a flat spin, and you uh, turn your tail feathers just right, so you kind of boomerang into um, into the, the gunnery bay, Uh Better Tom and Best Tom go just spinning in different directions. Uh, you smack into the, the back of the head of one cannoneer whose face just goes clung as it hits the cannon. Um, this torch hits the deck and just starts rolling towards the gunpowder. Oh. Uh, and outside, Tadoki is scrambling up the cannon. Say that. Nope. I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Whisper. <laughs> Uh, from inside the, the heavy bay, uh, they've realized you're here. 
and they're just calling wave after wave of actual troops instead of you know engineers are, are these these troops have their uh faces covered by any chance yeah they've kind of got like blast helmets on because you know they're looking down the barrel of a gigantic flamethrower but not airtight no whisper's gonna poison spore all over this bay it's gonna be a war crime in here <laughs> sounds like a a, a good uh, a good time yeah good time yeah Let's we're see. having a war crime. Yeah. We're having a war crime. Queen, not a sponsor, but if you <laughs> want to be. 18? Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll, we'll cut to, you know, all these troops coming in and a bunch of them are raising um, what look like those uh, those flame devices that you saw on on the troops you massacred, at which point uh, we'll cut to the outside of the ship with, uh, you know, all the, the open windows and you share and green spores just escape from all open hatches. Um, the flamethrowers and the lightning crystals shut down. And uh, for the moment, Whisper is left alone. Uh, Giovanna, you are surrounded by troops. Okay, cool. Uh, new plan. I'm going to clear the deck. Okay. Put these motherfuckers. Okay. So Gio's going to roll to her feet and we're going to try White Flame Blade. Okay. Since it hits a bunch of people. Yes. That is a uh, 17. Plus your plus your background. The background? Yeah. You, yeah, can, you can put your a background. background you would like to apply? Sure. Let's go with Mercenary and go for a 20. Okay. Uh, so... You're uh, alternating, you know, crashing your sword into the deck. Mm-hmm. Or rather, I could probably do a, a link spin. Yeah. Uh, you know, chopping people up and then just at a certain point, letting your, your sword go and have it chop people up while you just give them the old uh, lefty and righty. And probably the cloak is going off too. Yeah. There's just these bladed feathers just launching every which direction. There's just a mayhem on this deck. Um. Let's see. Tadoki, you are inside a, a loading bay. You hear screams below you, screams above you. Uh, there looks to be um, a bunch of people in this room that are now scattering because there is a torch rolling towards yeah. barrels of oil and gunpowder. I'm going to call Tasuna to put up a shield and fire my flaming screaming bow at the gunpowder. Okay. So... That is um, 17 plus... 17 plus something, so you know it's... 21. Uh, So what kind kind of shield does Suna put up? I would like to say a shield of water. (laughs) Uh, You know, you're high enough, you could probably get away with ice. (laughs) Okay, ice, that works too. So... Tadoki lets loose the shot. You barricade your side of the uh, the galley. And I try to make sure the brownies are behind the ice. No telling where they are. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're under. I don't know they exist. I don't care. They're like three inches tall. Okay. And invisible ninety percent of the time. <laughs> so you're hoping. Uh, Tadoki's shot uh, bounces off of the the lit torch uh, off the deck 
and then into the gunpowder, which explodes, sending uh, shrapnel all over the place, uh, massacring all the people that were standing there. And uh, from the ground, uh, what everyone sees is like people getting thrown off, uh, people jumping off, <laughs> spores, fire, <laughs> smoke. Uh, this ship appears to be in pretty bad condition. I feel like we should be in charge of the moots. <laughs> uh, We're having a war crime. <laughs> Maybe occasionally there's a metal foot that's I mean, like what do you think flying in the wrong directions. As it should be. What do you think these fucking elves are doing? <laughs> war crime for war crime. As it should be. Hey, they started it. There is one success to win, one failure to lose, and Suna's turn. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, Suna... All of y'all, uh, which by that I mean you and Tadoki, uh, this blast uh, basically bursts through your your shield and flings you across the the uh, the uh, the room and like up some stairs onto the deck, um, where there is uh, Giovanna. You see Whisper. Uh, emerging from a hatch, then this this horrible, noxious fume is coming out of it. Um, Don't go in there for at least thirty minutes, guys. <laughs> as, as you as you do, there's there are several. Like I said, the ship's over a thousand feet long. There are several um, sort of protrusions on on the deck that have doors on them. And the larger doors open up, and we'll say about 50 of those armored flame troops step out. And it is your turn. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Don't fuck up. Um, Go whole I, hog. Do something really cool. Uh, really cool. <laughs> yeah, so you, you just used wisdom last time, so what's your highest stat? Wisdom. That's, well, not wisdom. that's after wisdom. Um, strength or dex. Hmm, so something physical. So would physical. I be able to... Her staff, she could like plant it super hard. No. Um, can I throw some vines at um, the guys coming out to trip them? Not to hurt them or nothing, but on the ground for them to start tripping over. So they fall all over each other. Um, I'd say you have to give me a little bit more than that. They seem... When you fought them previously, they were pretty resistant to. Hmm. Well, you could just run in between them and just trip them up. I mean, you said they're the tiny? door, and they're running out. No, because I wouldn't be able to be big enough to trip them up or anything like that. You don't need to be a big, big, huge group like that. Hmm. I don't know. You could like. You got a big staff. You can run up on the shoulder, taunt another one until they start hitting each other. Yeah, you have to give me something bigger than that, because there are a lot of these guys. A lot of them. You just charge one, <laughs> knock them into the others. So I what if I stuck in my head now? Like that's the that's the theme song for this fight in my head. So I have a the the summon forest friends thingy. Mm-hmm. How about I summon my my spider guy and try to get yell at Todoki over there <laughs> um, to turn into his spiders? Mm-hmm. And if we all kind of 
go towards all the guys running out. Mm-hmm. A bunch of spiders coming at them, throwing webs. That sounds like a good, a good use of that ability. Okay, is that still Dex or strength? Um, yeah, weaving in between them and not, not uh, getting burnt or stomped seems like a good dexterity check. Oh, come on, okay. come on. And and I'd be throwing acorns at them too. <laughs> Flaming acorns. I'm hoping they're flaming, yes. Are we necrotic acorns? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say one, yeah, whichever. Say flaming acorns won't do anything to them. They're like, oh, no, I'm flame resistant. Tech, mm, I guess you're necrotic right. Necrotic I was going to say. You can the, do necrotic. necrotic. Yeah. Do not fail. Hey, that's not bad. Well, it's not so bad. So Force Guardian plus. So it'd be 28. Yeah. Woo. Wish it was in that 20 so we could all go ape shit and make the levels peak well, out. That was a 16 on the die. <laughs> hey, that's, oh, that's still pretty really good. good. So, um, that's without a background. Correct. So, uh, Suna starts chanting, uh, and out of the sky start dropping, uh, you know, that thing that spiders do where they send their web up and then take off into the breeze. At first, there's a couple, and then there's more and more and more and more, and then they start getting bigger and bigger. And she looks at Todoki, who turns into spiders and rallies his people. Um, just a horrendous wave of of uh, eight legged freaks just crash <laughs> into these uh, these flame soldiers, and just like a tide, just lift them up and carry them off the side of the ship. Uh, we will, uh, we will say that's the end of the skill challenge. You guys passed. For the change! By the skin yeah. of our <laughs> mushrooms. Uh, as all this goes on, uh, we'll say at the far end of the ship, uh, a set of doors open and Utano walks out. Um, She's got, what does she got? <laughs> About to have a couple less limbs. Uh, she's got a, what would it be? A Naginata, the two-handed katana. Yeah. Uh, she unsheaths one from her back and holds it down and says, good. I'm glad you wore yourselves out. That will make this so much easier. And she starts walking towards you. And when she gets about 100 feet away... Do we hear chanting in Latin? (laughs) (laughs) When she gets about 100 feet away, she says, Shall we do this the honorable way, one at a time, or would you like to keep your unfair advantage? I unspider and say... Definitely an unfair advantage, bitch. <laughs> Very well. And she, I can do this all day. She uh, adopts a, uh, a duelist stance uh, where she's got her, her sword blade up, held over her shoulder. And that's where we'll stop the episode for tonight. We're about to get our asses kicked by what elf? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's for all the times you called elves bastards. Fucking elves. <laughs> Bastards. I mean, they are. He's like, well, there goes another yeah. pl- add plus one HP. Did, did, did I mention she's got a twin sister? 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be just like her. Yeah, I, I had a twin sister out of spite just to <laughs> piss you off. <laughs> oh, yeah, just like you, too. But, yeah, I'm going to pull out a surprise sister. I've only done that once, and it was to your benefit, mostly. Sort of. So, speaking of benefits, you guys got anything? Nope. 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 Find us at the places, do the things. Sponsor F-Bomb. Sponsor F-Bombs, leave reviews. My F-Bomb is for Urtano. I do want to point out the just truly chef's kiss hilarious part that you did not do. That Ray's campaign, who hates spiders, (laughs) the skill challenge was finished with giant spiders. Yeah, I wanted to say something. That she chose to do. (laughs) It's like Batman. Scare him with bats. No, I promised her there wouldn't be any spiders. <laughs> but I did see... You overcame him... your, your fear of spiders. Oh, no. <laughs> no. We can start bringing our pet tarantulas to the games now. And no, we can start no. putting them out on the table and, no. and letting them cuddle no. Ray. Uh, no. You mean put uh, spider legs on banks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Let him run around? I, I never used the summon my friends. I have all sorts of different ones. Mm-hmm. And the one for in the forest is the spider. <laughs> That's why she didn't use it. <laughs> and I never used it. So I was like, I'm going to summon a freaking friend. <laughs> I just like the fact that it's called summon. Is it called summon friend? Uh, because you say summon friend, and I'm just imagining like Suna in the middle of a fight and you just cast summon friend not knowing what's going to happen. And then like Galdrian's in the <laughs> middle of a bath and just like pops into existence completely buck ass naked, scrubbing his back like, the Bubble. fuck? <laughs> oh, summon spider ally. Okay, well, uh. Galdrian does not count as a spider ally. Nope. Yet. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.